What is up, DMV Hoops fans? Welcome to another Believe in DMV Hoops. I'm Matt Maderno. I've got Lincoln Ball of American University joining me here today. Lincoln, how are you? What's up? What's going on? How's things? I'm good. Really excited to get on here and talk with, with you, Matt, and uh, just chop it up a little bit. Yep. Love that. Uh, before we get going, brought to you by Stateside Vodka and their Surfside Hard Iced Teas, Hard Lemonades, Hard Half and Halves, Hard Peach Teas. They're all delicious. And brought to you by Bet Online. It's your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, UFC. If you wanted to bet on that terrible NBA All-Star game, you could do that too. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to place all your wagers, including live betting in your favorite casino and card games. You can head to the website uh, and get 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so uh, Lincoln, you are from Maryland, which is awesome. You are a, a DMV guy. You're playing in D.C., uh, so we're happy to have you on here. Just box score stuff, you average about a little over four points, six rebounds, two assists, about a steal a game, half a block. But I think your impact goes much beyond the box score, and, and that's sort of one of the things I wanted to have you on just to talk about here is just you're kind of the do-it-all guy for this American team. So that's my perception of you as a player, I guess. But for anyone who hasn't seen you play, can you kind of describe your game for listeners? Yeah, I um, really embrace the role that um, this team has asked me to have. And like you said, I, I feel like um, I play extremely hard. Um, I'm tough. And uh, I do a lot of the stuff that doesn't show up on the stat sheet. And I've grown to be... Very okay with that, as long as it helps us win. Um, I got some great teammates that pick up the slack and the scoring and handling the ball. And um, but yeah, I think um, the, the traditional term is like a glue guy, um, you, you could call it. But um, yeah, I just I've really embraced my role this year so far, and I'm I'm very content and happy with 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 how it goes. Your guy who put up a lot of stats in, in high school and things like that too, like you. You obviously can can score the ball if you need to and, and things like that. But you, like you said, you have taken on kind of this um, do it all role for the team here, and, and you're versatile and, and provide a lot of things here. Does it make that easier to kind of take the less heralded role when your teammates seem to acknowledge that you do all those other things to help them win? And because it, it seems like your your teammates are all super happy for you when you do have a big game and things like that too. Yeah, I think um, you know they're all they all practice with me every day um we played one-on-one they know like the extent of like like you said i i know i can score when i want to um or if needed i mean and so really just seeing that manifest like in a couple big games this year um you know we all love each other very much um so it's it makes it a lot easier um to share you know those big games and have just true excitement for each other um but yeah it's, it's definitely something that you know, it, it makes it easier, less pressure on me um, because I have great teammates that that have the ability to go score. I mean, like Matt is a prolific scorer. It's having um, a great year. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, yeah, I think I play great with guys like them that know how to play off me mm. now um, and know how to work with me to get them easier shots. So, um, yeah, it, it does make it a little bit easier. It seems like Coach Sibkins has understood that about you, too. Like, he, he gets the different, you know, he, he's, like, using you in a, a bunch of different ways throughout the course of the game. I guess, have you felt like you've been able to kind of flourish under him for, for that reason? Yeah, I think um, he accepted, like, the kind of player that I am. Um, mm -hmm. I, I really take on a, the leadership role yeah. for this team. Um, very vocal, um, 
you know, one of the oldest guys on the team really pulling everybody together. We have some some really good young pieces and um, really building that uh, trust with Coach Simp um, since he came last spring. Um, he's really encouraged me to just embrace the role and embrace my play style and and have really instilled confidence in me um, that this role is what is going to help us win. Like it's one of the most critical components to this team. And um, it definitely has helped me up here with, um, with my just play style overall and just being more confident. I think you can always tell a lot about a player and how his teammates feel about him by their reaction on the bench when something happens, you know, positively for them and, and coaches too. It, it, like when you have a big play, the whole bench all the way down uh, just lights up and everybody's on their feet. And I, I think that's, that tells everybody everything they need to know about you and how your teammates feel about you. But um, maybe haven't shot the ball from their perimeter as well as I think all those of us who have seen you play or, or think you're capable of, but every one of the threes you've hit this year have seemingly been in big situations. Like, have you always been a clutch shooter? I, like, I feels like every three you hit is like desperately when the team needs it. Yeah, so that's funny you bring that up. Um, whenever we play pickup or we get work on late scenario, um, game winners, stuff like that, I somehow always end up with the ball. <laughs> so I get lots of opportunities during practice and pickup. And most of the time I find, you know, even if it's like a crazy bank shot three or something like that, like it just, I don't know. Out. I mean, it, it, yeah, so I think... You know, just a lot of reps and, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the time's running out on the shot clock. You got to shoot it. There's yeah. there's nothing else you can do. So, um, yeah, I think that I've prepared myself for those big, big time shots and those big moments. That's very cool. Yeah, it's nice to see them, you know, pay off when, when they do. And there's been plenty of times where I've like had the tweet out like, holy shit, Lincoln did it again, whether it's either a big rebound or a big stop defensively or just tapping a loose ball to somebody uh you know I, I think the team is several notches better in the win column specifically just because of of hard work hustle plays that, that you've made for them so um glad to see that and, and that's honestly other than hearing you're a very nice guy one of the main reasons i wanted to have you on to talk about this because I, I feel like that doesn't always get the most attention or credit and uh in a previous episode we just had jared billups from uh george mason on and he's kind of the same way but on the perimeter so i i thought having you guys back to back was kind of a nice um a nice pairing of of guys that just kind of you know don't get the most attention but the team really needs everything they contribute so very cool uh three consecutive defensive stops for you guys is a lock and then eight locks there's supposedly a 98% chance of winning so is that something that the coaching staff has really keyed in on this season oh my gosh yeah it's one of like the most important things that we keep track of okay. um we we get in lock zones, which is two stops, um, and we put a really big emphasis on the last four or five games, like just communicating with everybody on the floor. You'll see us a lot of times, like they encourage us to make eye contact with each other and say, we're in a lock zone. Like this is very, very important. Um, so really just like brings the intensity of the possession up. Mm. Um, and if we can just stack those, um, it gives us a really great opportunity, um, you know, to win. Yeah, the 
Um, it's pretty good. Percentage is pretty crazy. You almost wouldn't believe it, but we find that the closer we get to that goal, whether it be seven or eight or nine, sure. it's the better opportunity and the less points the other team scores. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's like we're competing with ourselves and it, a game inside a game. Like we're trying to see how many locks we can get in the first four minutes at the end of halves. Like every, it, may, it just makes every possession way more important. Coach Simpkins seems like the kind of guy that would spend a lot of time in practice on defensive stuff. Uh, but you guys have also run like a crisp, fluid offense. And this is no way intended to be a knock on the previous coaching staff. But I felt like this year the ball has just really moved and uh, the, you know, it's, it's to your guys' benefit. I, I think a lot of times it's just um, you're being patient with the ball and putting the defense on its heel. So I think that's also been fun to watch. So I guess maybe walk us through what the split is really like here in practice and things like that. What are they really focusing on? Oh, man. We spend a lot of time on defense because okay. um, we really truly believe that our defense can lead to our offense. Um, I mean, that's just their philosophy. Uh, Coach Jack, Coach Jack Emanuel, he is defensive king mastermind. He was a great Uh, defensive player in his day, too. He's constantly teaching or constantly trying to absorb as much as we can from him. Um, But, yeah, we spend a lot of time on defense um, because we know that we can be a great defensive team. We have the assets and we have the length and we have the quickness. and when we get stops, that's when our offense is the best. You know, when we're running in the first seven seconds, first 10 seconds, I mean, finding guys for threes, like that's the that's the style that we want to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we I feel like when we do that, we're most effective. And it and it really helps with taking the pressure off Rogers a little bit, um, because obviously we want him to touch the ball every single possession. But guys are starting to realize like we're going to double team them. You know what I mean? Like, um, so it really takes the pressure off him as well. Um, and honestly gets him some clean crisp threes as well, which is huge for, for his game. So Matt's a, an unselfish player too. And and I think in an era where there isn't a ton of like inside out basketball, I think that definitely helps you guys that he's willing to give the ball up, you know, to any one of you guys can make an, an open shot. So I, I think that's, um, makes you guys that much tougher to guard, but, I'm glad you just touched on that because I think that's something I've noticed for you guys is a lot of times there's five guys out there that can shoot and all of you run the floor harder or or are more mobile than a lot of the people you're matched up with. So I think you guys would be a nightmare to match up with in transition. Uh, is that something that they've really tried to focus on, though? It's just like, hey, get the ball and go because any one of you could really like grab and go and get the rebound and start the break. Yeah, it's, um, you know, obviously we have a great point guard with Eli. Um fastest guy i know insanely brutal cover yeah um matt and i clean up a lot of the boards Mm -hmm. and our first instinct like even before we have the ball in our hand is to turn and look for eli and the other one if he gets the board i'm sprinting and if i get the board he's sprinting uh matt so it's like we're really just trying to get it in someone's hands that we know is going to make a great decision or even get all the way to the rim and, and get by whoever's trying to stop them um, and, you know, just like pairing that up with with Mayock and and Lorenzo and Jeff and Colin and, you know, all of them can shoot threes. Um, and it makes it really kind of a nightmare to guard in transition, because um, if you don't stop the ball with Eli, then he's going to get to the rim. And mm-hmm. if you do, then someone's going to set a flare screen for a three or a, 
get someone else open. Um, so yeah, we, uh, a really big emphasis on the first seven seconds, which, you know, it's been a little slower due to some of the injuries we've, we've been dealing with. Um, but we're hoping, you know, we are getting some of these guys back. We're going to be able to get back on that track and, and continue to push the ball down the floor. I'm glad you touched on the, the health factor there. I think at this point it's, Hey, let's get healthy and be ready for this conference tournament because I think you guys can beat anybody in the conference. I mean, Colgate is obviously really good, but it, it's just, you know, survive the rest of the regular season here. Nobody get banged up too much. Peak at the right time. Is that some of the messaging from the coaching staff here is just like, keep doing the right stuff and, and like, let's make sure we're, we're informed by a conference tournament. Yeah. So we we're really good at, at um, making sure we're, we're where our feet are. Hmm. Um, we're focused on Wednesday. Well, we're focused yeah, on practice sure. today. Yeah. Like, um, we, we go in every day and coach Sims just constantly talking about let's win today. Mm-hmm. You, you don't win the game unless you win today. Like, so we're, we're looking at it that way, but we're also looking at it every day. Take care of your bodies, you know, do everything you can because this is really, this is the home stretch here. It's, it's three weeks. It's three, four weeks yeah. till the end of the tournament. And the message is just like, get as healthy as you possibly can. Put in the extra hour of recovery. Put in the extra time because soon you're going to be looking back and you're going to be saying, oh, "Man, I wish I, I did it when 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 we had the chance." So yeah, the message is get continue to stay healthy, get healthy, and and be in be in our peak form heading into March. We've got a couple guys on the coaching staff that played at a pretty high level here, and they look like they could all still play. Uh, does that kind of help when you hear that message from them? Does that hit home a little harder when it's like, okay, this guy knows what he's talking about? Well, yeah, and the, the the funny thing is, with some of these injuries, they they have been playing with us. Okay. Uh, Coach Eichel play, and he, I mean he's a pro, so he is an extremely difficult to guard. Okay. Um, and That's and cool. Coach Jackie will get out there and play with us too, and harass us on yep. defense. Um, and then Coach Gately will as well. I mean he's he's younger, but yeah, I mean they've been through it all. Um, they played at an extremely high level. And, you know, they were high major and battling just like we were. Um, so having that experience and, and that trust that they know what they're talking about makes it a lot easier for us to go out and do it as well. Uh, so Coach Simpkins played at Maryland for uh, my coach during my time at Maryland, uh, Gary Williams. And, and Gary was famous for running the flex offense. It looks like you guys run a little bit of flex stuff. Can you confirm that for me? Because I keep thinking I'm seeing that out there, but I haven't heard anybody talk about it at all. Yeah, we got a couple of wrinkles in some of our plays because um, okay. it, it is difficult. You know, yeah. guys get get mixed up on the flex, and mm-hmm. we have a couple. We've gotten a couple of layups and on some inbound plays, and and one of our really frequently ran plays and incorporates the flex so yeah i mean guys are so worried about rogers anytime he sets it off away from the ball screen they're hugging him so even if he just gets a hold of the guy a clip on the other man's guy it's it should be a layup but yeah i mean i've always been a flex guy too um i think it's it's simple but hard and difficult to guard yeah that's the best kind of thing for a coach right like guys can learn it easily but not everybody can cover it easily so i love seeing that uh, just obviously want to focus on you, but let's talk about Matt here just just for a minute, only because you guys have been playing with each other for a long time at this point. You played some AAU together uh, for Mid-Atlantic Select. What's it like playing with a guy that 
you've known for a long time, but you're also good friends with? Well, you know, we we've grown up a lot, um, you know, from sharing hotel rooms together during AAU, you know, known him since middle school and just seeing how much he's matured and and really grown into this player. I mean, he is. Not that I couldn't see this coming, but he works extremely so hard and he is getting so much better as just a teammate and a person and just he is the center of our team like how he goes is how we go mm-hmm. um and he's really just embraced that role so much um this year i think the coaching staff's really challenged him more than ever to be more vocal body language emotions like he's so competitive so emotional out there and we feed off that Mm-hmm. And when he is at the top of his game, it really just drives everybody else to be up there too. Um, he's consistent, and we 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 really just rely on him so much. And it's it's really great for for me to see a great friend in person. You know, really get this recognition and and continue to grow. I think he's got an even higher ceiling mm-hmm. than where he's at right now. I think what we talked about you bringing to the team, though, has enabled him to do a lot of those things that he's really good at. And uh, the fact that you guys can both rebound and do that sort of interchangeably, but both of you can stretch the floor and it it gives a different wrinkle. But, you know, it also you free him up to do some of these other things. And uh, I think just you can tell that there's like a longstanding connection there in the way that you guys play. Yeah, I agree. I think um, there's an unspoken like we can just look at each other mm-hmm. and know what, what to do. Um, and you know, it's, it's taken time. It's taken sure. reps and hundreds of hours. Um, but no, I think I really have, I've been challenged just to push him every day um, because him and I have a really, really strong connection and unique relationship that I think is something that has allowed me to be confrontational with him and push him on the stuff he needs to be doing right yes and he's doing much better with telling me what i need to do too the right way and not just why you know so we've learned so much this year it's been great um i love him he's he's my brother uh it's been fun to watch and and you can see that um when when you guys play together too so uh you started your career at gw uh was was this hey now you're an American. Like, did you just always want to play in play close to home, play locally so family could see you? I mean, walk walk us through kind of the choice in, in schools here. Yeah. So I, I had a connection with, you know, the coaching staff here um, as I was getting recruited um, in high school. And I I really like D.C. I mean, I just love it. I don't blame it. An hour away from home. I you know, I'm very close with my family. Um, I've got a great support system at home. I have a great high school coaching staff, you know, that really propelled me into, into this position I'm in now. And I think that, yeah, I would have liked to go down South in the warmth and everything, but with <laughs> the opportunities me. that I had, I, I felt that this was a great fit for me. I mean, a great university, a great campus, a great area. Um, and I, I'm so blessed just to be where I'm at now. Um, you know, with Coach Simpkins and the whole and the whole staff, you know, really just encouraging me and you know embracing embracing who I am as a player and a person. Um, 
has really made me very happy with with my decision. Obviously, it's tough when there's a co- you know coaching staff change while while you're at a school, but is it at all cool just to be like kind of in on the ground floor of a new coaching staff, a new era? Like you you guys feel like a, a program on the way up here, and just you guys are playing a large part of that. So is is that just sort of I don't know, ever in your mind at all here to like ever just kind of take a step back and think like, hey, we're we're building something pretty cool here. Yeah, I mean, obviously, we have a lot of love for those guys. And it was almost like, not overnight, but you can just tell when you meet with people or meet someone. And with Coach Timkins, he's so like empathetic and just Mm -hmm. you trust what he's saying and you believe in him. And yeah, I mean, I've had conversations with the freshmen, you know, Greg, Matt, Gibby, like they are going to get the this time with coach simp like the four years and i'm almost a little jealous that i'm not going to get that um but no i mean it is like that for your first team as a head coach you're you never forget you never forget them um and i'm I'm very blessed i'm I'm very blessed to have another year um i'm gonna do my master's and take a fifth year and Uh, that's awesome been really good conversations with with coach simpkins and the staff and I, I think I'd be a little emotional if I only had three weeks left. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, it's 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 kind of unique. It's a very unique experience, and I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it so far. I'm obviously happy for you, but selfishly, as someone who enjoys watching this team play and you play, I'm glad to hear that you'll be back next year. And I got to think when you go to a school as good academically as American is, that's just another. Like, obviously, playing basketball is fun, but if you can get a head start on a master's program from a school like that, I mean, that's got to be a no-brainer. Right. Very cool. Uh, All right. So, got a couple quick hitters for you here. These are the sort of more rapid-firey ones. Um, Usually, I ask, are there any hidden talents? Uh, But in your bio on the team website, it says, enjoys magic and cooking. You got to explain both of these things for me here a little bit. So, the magic... um... The magic is a unique thing because it's something I've been a little out of touch with the last year. Um, I, my senior year of high school, had a, a class that encouraged us to pick up a new hobby. Okay. And um, I, so I picked up magic and um, my mom bought me a magic kit okay. for Christmas. And um, I just, I really enjoyed it and it, it gave me something to do and, during COVID, I just, you know, enjoyed card tricks and I uh, messing with my family and, you know, just like the illusions of things. Very basic, intermediate level. Um, and then the cooking, the cooking something um, I've just, you know, I've been challenging myself to eat better and, and, and really put an emphasis on that. Um, and it's nothing crazy. But I really do enjoy cooking. I really do enjoy just the whole break from everything else. To, it's a nice distraction from yes. things. And it's it's. Uh, I know it might sound a little crazy for that to for cooking to be a distraction, but in with the busyness of of right now, it's mm-hmm. it is, and it's very calming and it's good. It's it's cost efficient too. So there you go. Any specialties? What's what's the go to? So I have a really nice pasta. Okay. Um, an Italian sausage pasta that that lasts me normally three days, which is perfect. Uh, yeah. I know meal prepping is very common now, yeah, but for sure. it makes life a lot easier. And 
been rocking with a lot of chicken and potatoes lately. I've been mixing up the different seasonings for chicken and and trying out some new things. The air fryer is the coolest thing that ever exists. It's a game changer because it makes everything so much easier. Um, but yeah, just you know, very basic stuff, nothing insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 nice. It's a nice hobby to have. Any teammates hitting you up for for food or recipes oh, or cooking yes. advice? Yes. And Lorenzo's my roommate, so we, you know, share and he'll make something and I'll ha- have a bite or two and he'll take a bite of mine. And, you know, him being Italian, he's got all these weird, different I- ways of cooking and I've learned yeah. a lot from him. So, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, add some uh, add some actually authentic Italian stuff into your uh, repertoire there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, and the magic you're still doing it this year and you're pulling offensive rebounds out of your hat and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, sticking with that. Yeah. Um, okay. Those are, again, I usually kind of ask like, what's one thing people might not know about you, whether it's a, a guilty pleasure TV show or music, those things kind of count, but anything else that, that, uh, comes to mind there? Um, I really like to read. I'm a big reader. Okay. Um, what, what's the genre? Like what's the go-to fiction, right nonfiction? Now. I am reading Don't Give the Enemy a Seat at Your Table. Okay. Like and that. it's um, a little bit of a devotional kind of journey book. Um, I'm re- really big into faith, into my faith. Um, that's something um, that's pr- the, the main, main priority in my life. Um, so just, you know, my mom gifted me this book and it's it's been a good read so far. And um trying to think what else have i read lately oh i got some other stuff here i got i don't know you might not you might know this one it, uh, uh, i know of john grisham but I, I don't know that specific one yeah so i'm about halfway through that one um but yeah yeah i'm a big reader um i, I like not being on my phone that much so um it's a, a healthier way to be in life i promise yes yeah, the traditional way but yeah so that's that's pretty much it uh, also a, a big reader here too. I just picked up a book by a guy named Dean Tolson. He played uh, in the SEC back in the day at Arkansas and then graduated, played a little in the NBA. And it came out about 10 years after he stopped playing that he actually didn't know how to read. Uh, he was totally illiterate after getting all the way through college. So he's talking about, uh, it's basically his journey through that and, and how he's kind of helped empower other people to take the the educational aspect of 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 life and basketball more seriously. So it's a, it's a pretty good read. So anybody looking for some book recs, check that one out. Sounds great. Yeah. Uh, all right. Looking why number four. Oh, I wore number, number one in high school. Uh, I also played football. I wore number six. Okay. Couldn't wear six in college at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, wore four for AAU. All, all, all 15, 16, 17, you, um, so I just, I went with four. I mean, I, I like it. It's, uh, it's basic and common now, now that you can wear any number. Um, but no, I, I, I'm sticking with it. Um, I'm glad I, I chose for my sophomore year. Um, and that's why, yeah. Hey, you. Very cool. Uh, we've talked about this a little bit in terms of style of play and things like that, but for anybody that hasn't seen an American game this year, uh, give them the pitch, why they should come out and see the team play and, and check out the arena and things like that. Oh, man. We're energetic and um, we play a very exciting brand of basketball. Um, you know, we love each other. We're very connected. Um, 
I think that gives us a huge boost, a uh, huge competitive advantage. Um, we've got some young guys that are very, very exciting, very, very high ceilings, um, and they're growing by the night, by the practice. And um, we've got some old guys that have been there and that kind of are leading now. And um, we're meshing very well. Um, and it's just been very exciting. And um, yeah, we get locks. We try and push the ball. We shoot a lot of threes. We want to be scrappy. We want to be tougher. We want to be very competitive. And that makes it fun. It's the, it's the best kind of basketball to play. So that's awesome. Yeah, I, I think the mix of veteran guys and, and exciting young guys too is is fun for fans to watch too. So I think that's been that's been neat. Uh, either where do you see yourself in five years, or hey, when basketball's all done, I know you're going for a business uh, business degree here. Like, wh- what's the plan post basketball? I guess. So you know, obviously, I want to play as long as I possibly. Can. Yeah, for sure. As long as my body will let me. Yeah. Um, I've got. I've been a little torn, spent a lot of time in prayer thinking about what I want to do post basketball. Um, I've always, I've had some great conversations with coach, coach Nate and some of the guys about coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's an avenue I'd like to investigate, um, kind of just see uh, where, where, where it would take me. I know it's something that is very highly competitive and, I really love the relationships that you get to build in the basketball industry, especially in the college scenery. Um, So, yeah, I think that's the direction that I would like to start with before maybe your traditional business, wherever they go. Um, But yeah, I would, I would like to, you know, maybe be coaching somewhere being going through that gauntlet of, rising up in the ranks I, that's ever so common in college basketball um but yeah that's that's i think right now that's the direction that i would i would be looking to go to having just talked to you for a half an hour i think you got the right temperament and personality for it man and i i think your coaching staff currently is going to be on the way up here too so being uh getting in on the ground floor with those guys is also probably not a bad idea yeah i mean they know everybody everybody it all helps. of them they know everyone that's cool uh, so the whole point of this podcast is to tell DMV stories, guys from the area or playing in the area. You check both of those boxes here. I guess can you can you tell listeners just how good basketball in the DMV area is? Oh my gosh, it's the best. It's it's the right answer. Um, I mean, there's a reason why we produce the most um, college athletes, and I mean, and it's not just with basketball. I mean, I've I've been in the football landscape. There is just so much talent in this area and i mean when you're in the dmv and you grow up in the dmv playing basketball you get to know a lot of people and then you get to follow them on their journey i've got endless amounts of friends and ex-teammates that are at different stages in their basketball journey and they're a pro or division one division two division three whatever it's it's just such a great network um because there's so much talent and there's so many great guys that get recruited um, highly because they're from this area and it makes, it makes you a better basketball player growing up here. So puts a big spotlight on you too. Like when you're going up against the best of the best of the country, like people, people see you play a lot too. Yeah. Uh, Who's the best player from the DMV you've either been guarded by or had to guard? Oh man. 
that's a tough one. I'm sure there's a lot. So no worries. Just anybody that kind of pops to mind here. Um. So Matt and I played We Are One a lot of times in AAU. Um, and I remember getting switched off on Judas Wahab. Oh, um, that's a big boy. Yep. Big man. Um, he's he's tough. I mean, that team was stacked. They didn't, them, him, Eric Dixon, who we played earlier this year at Villanova. Um, yeah, that that's probably up there for toughest guard sure. uh, because of just how big he is. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would say him. Yeah, that, that that guy's a load in the paint. He's got the jump hook down. I mean, that's you're a big dude yourself, but you're giving up. Like, couple of itches there i would say at a minimum so that's that's a tough ask uh which dmv guy should we talk to next on the pod anybody you think can think of that'd be a particularly good uh convo or, or interview hmm. i think well hmm, let me think about this i would say hmm, i would say my boy briggs but he's from west virginia uh we might be able to make an exception for that. It's like DMV adjacent, I feel like. Um, yeah, I mean, Briggs, I mean, basically was in the DMV. I mean, he went to Goretti. So okay. that um, Briggs or I know that Quentin Mincy for UMass Lowell, he's had a really oh, yeah. good, yeah, um, great too. good journey. I played AU with him. He's a great, great guy. Um He's having an, an exceptional year. Yep. Um, and they're a really good team um, in their conference. So he might be someone you might want to keep an eye on. Yeah, it's uh, a great call. Reach out to. So, yeah. Great answer. Uh, anyone listening to this that you want to shout out, either with the team or the athletic department or the family, anybody you want to give a little love to here? Uh, yeah, I just want to shout out um, the whole team, uh, Asia. Asia is our trainer. She does a great job. She puts up with us. Um, she's been a blessing this year. Um, just the whole team. I mean, we, we couldn't ask for a better group of guys. I mean, these cool. they're my they're my best friends, and we spend a lot of time together. I bet on the court, even off the court, um, and it just makes it so much more enjoyable. I mean, you you want to play and and be the best version of yourself for for your brothers. So. Um, you know, shout them out. I mean, I wouldn't be, wouldn't be who I am without them. So, um, and then Asia, yeah, Asia deserves a lot of credit for what she, she's what she got does. her work cut out for her, man. The walking wounded here a little bit. So, um, I appreciate all the work she's doing to get you guys back out on the court. There. Uh, any social media accounts here that, that you're willing to throw out for people so they can follow you, you know, keep track of you in the journey along, along the way. Yeah. I'm on Instagram at, uh, just Lincoln ball. And then I'm on, on X Twitter at, um, ball Lincoln. Um, that's pretty much it. That's, that's really the only ones I really take, uh, take a lot of notice to. So we'll put the, uh, Twitter handle in the, the bio here too. And for anybody listening to this, you're probably already seeing it on Twitter or X or whatever we're calling it, uh, these days. Um, Lincoln, thank you for taking the time to do this. This went longer than I that I actually meant to keep you. I hope I'm not making you late to anything here, but it was a great convo. I really, truly do enjoy watching you play, and um, good luck the rest of the way here. And I like I want to see a tournament run here, so uh, so uh, keep doing what you guys are doing, man. Well, I really appreciate you, Matt. Yeah, I, we got our work cut out for us, but we're ready. We're gonna be we're gonna be ready. So I really appreciate it, and uh, great conversations that we had today.
Yeah, thanks, man. All right. Uh, for everybody, American, check them out. Uh, rate, review, subscribe. If you're watching this on YouTube, click that little like button, subscribe button for us. We appreciate that. And uh, we're presented by betonline.ag, and we will catch you all next time.